This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Cap group of companies. Alhamdulillah, Mufti Sabi is present with us at the studios right here in Two Grace Avenue, Westwood, or Westfall, Durban, KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. It's very rare that Mufti Sabi normally is in studio with us. Normally, Mufti Sabi is in Lanesia. We here in Durban, and we broadcasting throughout the world. We say Alhamdulillah wa shukrulillah for that. We request Mufti Sabi for an update on the latest in the news. Mufti Sahib. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The latest in the news is day 93, day in Gaza, and yeah, I just, my eyes fell on the three items here. So now Putin, uh, sorry, this guy here, oh, uh, the Putin, okay, let's start with him. Putin is celebrating Christmas with families, remember, of the fallen, fallen heroes, you know, the Russians who fell again. So there, remember, in Russia, 7th January is their Christmas. So the Christians are a little bit mixed up, you should remember this type of things there. Obama sends an election warning to Biden. Biden, you better be careful, Joe Genocide. You supported Israel so much that you might just lose the elections and Trump might win. And Iraq wants to kick out U.S. troops. Can you believe that? So that will be very good. You must kick all of these whiteies out, the white hegemony. They just want to rape and loot and plunder our countries and steal all the oil and gas. And wherever there's oil, there's turmoil. Wherever there's gas, things end up in a big mess, remember. And then the Jeffrey Epstein, you must remember, you see that these guys here, O'Clinton, he was a regular customer. Prince Andrew, a regular customer. Ehud Barak, you know, very regular there. Another character whose name is mentioned many, many times in the files that were released, that this week, Thursday, Friday, you must remember the Jutlas Israel have said he must defend them. But according to that, this seems to be an alleged pedophile and Elon Devil Watch or whatever his name is. So you should read all that there and already the message is out. You must remember on social media, Israel couldn't find anybody else to go and defend them, but they found, you must remember, the pedophile and so forth and so on. So Costco suspends Israel shipments in the Red Sea. So Costco is controlling 5.2 of the global shipping capacity. So imagine that they said Israel... On said next Bajelatadunni. So you must remember that that they are losing out. Netanyahu is considering closing some government organizations to use their funds to cover military expenses in Gaza. Scenes from the destruction of the troop carrier a short while ago in a Maghazi camp in central Gaza. So a lot of things going on there. McDonald's is hurting from the Gaza war-related boycott. All you Muslims, if you got the true Iman, the true Ghaira, the true respect and self-esteem, I told you 10 years ago, 8 years ago, my fatwa, our fatwa on all this McDonald's, KFC, all this shaitan is all haram, stay away from it. 
And more so now, we must teach these Americans and Israelis a good lesson. Hit them where it hurts the most. And that is their pocket. That's what they love and they worship. Human being loves the world so intensely, madly, he even forgets all Allah and your Starbucks and all these shaitans or Muslim. Every time you want to go there, think about the children they blew up to pieces. 10,000 children, babies, men, women, innocently murdered. And the total death toll over 22,000, 70% of them civilians. But that are the Haramis, the war criminals, guilty of genocide, ethnic cleansing, and crimes against humanity. Mufti Sahib, in Palestine or in that particular region of Sham, are there any resting places of the Anbiya alayhi Remember that Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah made a profound statement in his book on Nubuwa and Anbiya and Nubuwa and so forth. So they, he said, he said that, see, we can go and say that this is the place when Nabi, you understand, Sali alayhi salam is buried, or Nabi Dawood alayhi salam is buried, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam is buried, Nabi Ishaq, Nabi Yusuf, Nabi Yaqub, and all of them are buried. But we cannot say with 100% certainty. We can say most probably 60, 70, 80%. 100% certainty is only solely and exclusively for him, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi And how true it is. Today the governments, the Arab government, Muslim countries, they want to promote tourism. So they make masnu'i graves. Masnu'i means fake graves. And they will tell you that this Nabi is buried here, that Nabi is buried here, that Nabi is buried you. I give you two, three examples. When I went, you must remember, to Oman. Oman, you understand, Muscat. So there they had one long grave there. So I asked them, whose grave is this? They say, Hazrat Imran, alayhi salam. So I told them, Hazrat Imran is not a Nabi. So there was one sheikh there, he looked at me. So I asked him, sheikh in Arabic, how the people don't know whether they're coming or going there. So I asked him that this is authentic. He just smiled and like shook his head and all that. So you must remember, it's just to promote, you must remember tourism and they tell you. From there we went to Salala. So this is all in Oman, O-M-A-N. Very expensive it is there, but very beautiful. And the people are wonderful people, mashallah. So you go by Salala, and it's very cool, the weather there. Lot of tourists come there. They tell you there, up there, there is Nabi Ayyub Islam's grave. All lies and fabrication, you must remember. You go to Jordan, so many graves they got there, and they will tell you this Nabi is buried there, this one is buried there. Half of them are not authentic, you must remember that. So you go to Petra. Inside Petra, they will tell you Nabi Harun salam is buried there. And so, so all this are not authentic. So we need to be very, very careful and circumspect in this regard. So if you go to Hebron, Khalilu Rahman, Palestine, you see Nabi Ibrahim salam, Nabi Ishaq salam, Nabi Yaqub salam. We will say, yes, most probably they are buried there. But we can't say 100%. 
and for Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam 100% we know the master alayhi is resting there in Madinah Munawwara but every nabi whose demise has taken place in al arda la ta'kulu asad al anbiya remember the land and the sand does not devour and eat up the bodies of the prophets and messengers it remains intact I said every messenger that passed on. Why? Because Jesus, Nabi Isa is still alive. And when he comes back, he will teach the Jews and Christians you are following the wrong religion and better embrace Islam. Otherwise, we wage war against you. Between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem in a place called Lud, Bibabil Lud, in Lod, he will dispatch the Jal, the Antichrist, to Jahannam. And remember, Jesus, Nabi Isa, alayhi salam, natural death will come in Medina, Manawara. Then, after the ghusl and what have you, so he will be buried there, Janazah Salat, and the funeral prayer and that, and then he will be buried next to Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi salam. That is our belief structure. So remember, for him, death has to still come. And we should be aware of this. Therefore, Allah says, وَإِنَّهُ لَعِلْمُ لِسَاءَ وَإِنَّهُ لَعَلَمُ لِسَاءَ He, Jesus, Nabi Isa salam, is one of the signs of Qiyamah and the Day of Justice. What is the history of the city of Al-Ula? I'm not too sure if I'm pronouncing it properly in Saudi Arabia. Is it forbidden to go there? Remember that, you know, I never studied in one of these universities in Saudi, but Allah's fazl, Allah's mercy, hadha min faldi rabbi, hadha rahmatu min rabbi. They used to invite me for conferences, they used to invite me for giving talks, and I used to be amazed myself, you know, and uh, I don't know how I used to get in, but anyway. So we used to go with different, different visas. So why I'm giving you the background, I want you must go and visit these places, but go with the right intention, you must remember. If you are in Makkah, Mukarramah, and you're listening to me, and you still got two, three, four days before you return home or go to Medina Munawara, you should go to Ta'if. But when you go to Ta'if, take your ihram with you. It's just one hour, and the Muslim woman, you must remember, the next edition that will come out will have an article on Ta'if, and you should read it. It's very informative. Like the last one we had was about Tunisia and so forth. So one page we have in a Muslim woman is about the Q&A, and two, three pages or more, remember, is for the tourists and tourism and which countries we visited, what happened there, and our personal experiences and so forth. So Allah reward our sisters who are running it over 20 years, you know, very informative. So you go to Ta'if and take your ihram with there. You will see the Masjid of Abdullah bin Abbas, you see the grave, meaning but now it's closed and so forth. You go to Masjid Adas. Adas is the Sahabi who gave water and grapes to the Master, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You go to the place where Ghazwa Ta'if took place. Those are the chronological sequence you must remember. First, Fatih Makkah, the conquest of Makkah, Ramadan. And thereafter, Hunain. Remember the Battle of Hunain. And thereafter was this, Ghazwa Ta'if. Then Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, returned. It was the month of Zulqa'da, and then the Master, 
Salam stopped there in Jirana. Oh, Jairana. Jirana is better, Imam Shafi says. And remember from there, the Master, alayhi salatu salam, went into a haram and performed an umrah during the night and so forth. So it shows that these are the important places for you to visit. You in Medina Munawwara, so myself, my wife, we went from there. We went to Khaybar, we went to Tabuk, we went to Ula, and we went to, you must remember, Omadayne Salih and all that. So either you go by plane to Tabuk, that's what we did, and then we came downwards, you must remember. Madayne Salih, where the people of Salih, alayhi salatu salam, were, wa ila adin akhahum huda, wa ila thamuda akhahum saliha, the people of Thamud. And they were masters in crafting and carving their houses and homes in the mountains. But they never accepted the message or the messenger majority of them. They rejected Nabi Salih The she-camel which they demanded must come from the mountain. They hamstrung it and murdered it and killed it. See, Allah says, فَدَمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ You see the emphasis? Allah crushed them, Allah annihilated them, Allah decimated them. رَبُّهُمْ بِذَمْبِهِمْ Because of their vices and sins. So something, but you don't go there for fun and games. You go there for ibrah, to take a lesson. Al-Ulad is murtad bin shaitan, MBS, is building there, the Neom city, they got airport there and everything now. So you must remember, and he wants to bring the Jutlas, Haramis, 10, 20, 30, 50,000, they'll be given Saudi visa, Saudi passports and so forth. Wa makaru wa makarallah. He thinks he can do as he pleases. Inshallah, he won't even see the World Cup taking place in Saudi. By 2034, the whole world landscape will be changing inshallah they just buy and they corrupt and they give bribery everywhere and so forth and so on so therefore these kind of places we mustn't go with all these vices now this on yes you stay away from all these vices and you go to take ibrah and lesson so then it's fine and it's acceptable but you should and then when we came to khaybar so that one, two police were there. So they looked at me and they asked, where's your passport? So I gave it to them. They said, Anta diplomacy, ya sheikh. You are a diplomat. And I don't know what in what they read, you know. So they called another police and then he took us, escort, you see, 50 kilos. Then they radio another guy, then he took us 50 kilos. Right till we came to Medina Munawwara, they said, you are a big shot diplomat. I felt very honored, you know. I said, subhanallah, we got diplomats to say this year. I think they read Arabic, they read the Arabic also left to right instead of reading right to left, you know. You know how clowns they are, some of them, you must remember that. Mufti Sahib, is there a Nabi by the name of Al-Yassa and is the name mentioned in the quran Kareem? 100% you must remember Yassa means to be spacious and the name is mentioned, 25 Ambiya's names are mentioned in the Noble Quran, you must remember that. And all Mighty Allah Jalla has mentioned his name in the Noble Quran. And all Mighty Allah says Allah has guided them 
and you must follow in their footsteps and so forth. So Anbiya, Prophets and Messengers, remember, they are selected by all, Allah, and they're not elected by people. Half the world is going for elections this year whether it is Russia, whether it's India, whether it's South Africa, Bangladesh, today they got elections and so forth. Go open Surah An'am, chapter 6, and there you will find in verse number 76, chapter 6, verse 76, I read for you the names of Anbiya. وَمِن Then in front, وَزَكَرِيَّا وَيَحْيَا وَإِيسَا وَإِلْيَاسِ Then in front. وَإِسْمَعِيلَ وَالْيَسَعَ There's the word yasa. You can put alif lam for further emphasis. Or just yasa, both is good. وَإِسْمَعِيلَ وَالْيَسَعَ وَيُغْنُسَ وَلُوطَا وَكُلًّا فَضَّلْنَا عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ So chapter number 6 and verse number 86. So there all Allah has mentioned is Nami Nami Ismigrami. So 25 prophets, messengers, Nami Nami, honorable names, mentioned in the Noble Quran. He Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Honorable name Muhammad Then we say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Mentioned four times And Ahmad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Mentioned one time So Muhammad Allah praised him the most In the entire universe Ahmad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I praise all Mithya Allah the most in the entire universe. Therefore, when you keep your children's name, then choose good, good names. Innakum tud'awna yawm al-qiyamah bi asma'ikum wa asma'i abaikum fa'ahsinu asma'akum. Hadith in Abu Dawood, Mishka Sharif. Your father is marhum? Yeah, what is his name? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. So Hafiz, so it will be Hussein, the son of Muhammad Ali. See? Mine, so Abdul Qadir bin Ismail. So like that, we will be called by our biological father's name on the day of justice. And those who passed away, we cry, we beg, we petition Allah, Allah grant them genital for those. Then Mustafa, Rahmatulil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, فَأَحْسِنُوا أَسْمَاءَكُمْ Choose good names. The name will have an impact on the child, on his or her personality, on his or her character, on his or her bravery. So, my name Abdul Qadir. So I asked my parents, why Abdul Qadir? He said, Vadda Peer, Pirane Peer, Hazrat Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir, Jilani Nawar Allah, Umar Qadawas. Very the history of Palestine, O Ummah. There was a Mujahid and his name Abdul Qadir Husseini. I'm Abdul Qadir Husseini. We just know non-entities what we are. He was Abdul Qadir Husseini. And he went to the Arab government, Saudi Arabia and everywhere else, Jordan, Egypt. Told them, give us arms. They laughed at him and mocked at him. He made up his own army, four, five hundred people, and then they fought for Aqsa al-Mubarak, for Palestine and Palestine. They gave their lives and their names are written in gold. In history, our Islamic history is written in red and black, the red, red ink of our martyrs and shuhada, and the black ink of the ulama'i haqqani, ulama'i rabbani, the true ulama, not scholars for dollars, and remember that a nation that knows its history 
will be motivated, inspired for the future. And a nation that does not know its history has no future. Therefore, learn and learn. Every day I take books. Yesterday, my brother Hashim Mangera, there in Stenger. Yesterday was uh, Saturday, Friday night it was. So yes, it was yesterday Islamically. So when we finished the program in Stenger, so I'm meeting people, he came. He said, you're very passionate about Palestine. I have 40, 50 or something books he told me of Palestine. Yeah, these two are for you. Allah, Jalla, Allah, reward you, my brother. Hashim Mangera. So I really appreciate. My life, everybody knows. My students know. My family knows. Khairu Jalisi Kutubi. I have one friend, and my friend are my kitabs. My best friend are my books, and especially Arabic books. Khairu Jalisi Kutubi. My best friend are my books. They never ever cause me harm. Other people, they tell you you're a friend, but they step you in the back, you know. So a lot of things go on in this world. So whenever you've got mischief makers and troublemakers, then read chapter 29, verse 30. رَبِّنْ سُرْنِّي عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْمُفْسِدِينَ Oh, beloved Allah, assist me against the mischief makers and troublemakers. Mufti Sahib, is it true if someone commits suicide, he or she is then buried on the outskirts of the Qabristan? Totally incorrect, that is. Remember this, when a person, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, commits suicide, we will pass the verdict, istishabul hal. Istishabul hal means we look at the status go. What we know, this person was a Muslim. He was a Muslim, she was a Muslim. I experienced this in various places. So whether it was in Heidelberg, whether it was in Newcastle, whether in Lens, so whether in Pakistan and so many places. So somebody commits suicide. So it's a major, major sin. Akbarul Kabair, one of the most heinous crimes a person can commit. He Habibuna Rasulullah said, That person, if he or she passed away with Iman and Islam, but suicide, then he will stay for a very, very, very long period in Jahannam. And the punishment will be the manner and method he or she committed suicide. They will be punished. They took a gun and shot themselves, they'll continue. They took a blade and then you must remember they cut themselves and so forth. They will continue doing that. They took poison and they drank it. So that they'll continue doing. Allah forbid. But because he or she passed away with Iman, Islam, one day they will come out from Jahannam and then into Jannah and so forth. So the prisoners bury them outside the graveyard or right in one corner of the graveyard. Those are the people, Jama'atul, you must remember, the people who committed suicide and so forth. So you can't do that. If you give the gusal, you give the shroud, that is the coffin, and then you read Sadul Janaza. But the Imam should not make the Imam word. He should tell somebody else. So that will be a deterrent to anybody thinking, contemplating of committing janazas, committing us in suicide. They made janaza, people will know why the Imam didn't read it and so forth. And that is the only thing. But otherwise, the burial, everything will be in the Muslim graveyard. Mufti Sahib, for Nafil Umrah, can you start 
start from Masjid Aisha and make near from there. Yes, that is what you must do. You are already in Makkah Mukarramah. Now you want to make another Umrah and you want to transfer the Sawab to your parents, grandparents, the Ummah. So you go with your towels, away your towels in the hotel, everything, and then you go there to Masjid Aisha Tan'im. Our mother Aisha radiallahu anha went there on the 14th night of Zulhijjah, and it was the 10th year after the Hijrah. She came crying, Ya Rasulullah, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa all the wives perform Hajj and Umrah. I only perform Hajj. I came to perform Umrah, but my napa. My napaki, my haiz, my menses started. Okay, go with your brother Abdurrahman, and then you perform the umrah. And when you perform umrah like that after hajj, it will incorporate the tawaful wida as well. Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, wrote a whole chapter on that in Sahihul Bukhari. Is why it's called Masjid Aisha. You do that, and then you come back, make the Nafil Umrah, and before the intention, at the time of intention, after that, you say, Ya Allah, this Umrah is for all the people whose name I took, and all the entire Ummah from Nabi Adam salam, right till the last child to be born, or the Ummah of Mustafa Rasulullah, all permissible, all flexible. Mufti Sahib, what's the late uh, Mufti Sahib, is there any hope for for Gaza currently? 100% you must remember that what you're talking of hope they changed the whole course of history the Jutlas don't know what happened to them 12,000 Jutlas this is mentioned in their newspaper injured and disabled for life Two, three thousand jutlas, blind or partially blind. And there were about eight or nine thousand dispatched already to hell from the jutlas. You must remember that. Go read the life history of Yahya Sinwar. Yahya Sinwar runs the ground operations, the tunnels, and they have dug so many tunnels. If you take per square meter, per square kilometer, it is more than in size than the city of Tel Aviv. Who can run that? Only the Palestinians. Yes, these Jutlas, they come inside there. The diaper army, the Israeli diaper force, the Israeli diarrhea force. And remember, from front and back already, they're messing everything up and so forth. So remember, the Jutlas, one million of them have left Israel already. So nobody's leaving. We're going to stay and we're going to bring our six million, seven million Palestinians who are living in the diaspora. Come back to Gaza al-Mubarakah. Come back to Masjid al-Aqsa and come back to Hebron, Khalil rahman and all the other places with the Jutlas, Harami, stole and occupied and so forth. Mufti Sahib, does the girl have any choice when it comes to the mahar, or meaning the, the value of the mahar or what you know, she would accept? Remember, it is her prerogative, her choice, you, the father of the lady, you gave your daughter to so-and-so family. So the girl's name, daughter's name, Fatima. And you must remember the boy who wants to marry her. So his name, Abdullah, for example. So Abdullah can't just tell her, this is the mother. 
she must suggest to him and so forth how much she wants and so forth. And if she says you too little bit, then you must increase the amount and so forth. That is how you negotiate and so forth. So he will pay the mahar to the wakil and that is representative and remember then he passes it on, you must remember, to the bride and so forth. But she must decide whether she wants a crooked coin, whether she wants cash, whether she wants jewelry, whether she wants clothing, whatever. It is the sole prerogative of the lady, remember, getting married. We say Jazakallah khair and to Mufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. We will be continuing after the break, but do remember about 10 to be in readiness where Mufti Sahib will be leading us in the dua for the mujahideen, for the oppressed, and all those that are suffering throughout the world. I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Every day before dawn the roosters would call before Fajr Salah was performed. Then labor and toil in the field so in seed we would witness the farm transform. I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Then the day came I will never forget. When they pulled our roots from the soil, they slashed every vine and they chopped every tree, every chicken inside they killed. I was a grapevine in Palestine and I have a story to tell. The farmers watched in vain, filled with tears and pain, as the bullets went flying in. Oh, what a price to pay, pay for this land, this land of Palestine. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. Tafsir. Who is Allah Jalla wa'ala? The more the Quran reminds us, the better it is for us. The parable and example of those people who do not remember Allah, do not make zikr of Allah, is like a dead person. So, min rahmatillah, run away from the mercy of Allah. You will see the people dashing and running towards the Baytullah. The Muslim today does not want to read the Quran. And the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Christ to Allah. Ya Rabbi, that same Allah gave us freedom of choice. They just see and hear the word Islam and then they bring the coup d'etat. They start the wars and everything because war is big business. You are burning the Quran. What will you do with our Hafiz? With Mufti A.K. Hussein from 1.30 to 2 p.m. Central African time. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. And alhamdulillah wa shukrulillah. Our very first broadcast from the new studios in um, number two, Grace Avenue, Westfall, Westwood, Durban, KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. And Alhamdulillah Mufti Saab is present with us here at for this very first uh, broadcast, the very first uh, Q&A. Mufti Saab, our very next question is, what is the latest news from Pakistan?
Ar-Rahman Before we go to Pakistan, let me just give you this news that's breaking. And journalist Wail Ad-Dahdu, after the martyrdom of his son Hamza, now this is a direct speech, I quote him, Wail, the journalist. He says, the journalist Wail, we say to Hamza, meaning his son, and to all the martyrs that we remain committed to the covenant, covenant of Palestine, covenant of Quran, covenant of Sunnah, that's what he means. We remain committed to the covenant. This is a path that we chose voluntarily and that we watered with blood. Subhanallah. They lose their children and they say we still committed and we will liberate Palestine. We will liberate Majid al-Aqsa and we will expel the Jutlas and the Haramis. And this is said January 7, 2024. So you can see this happened just one, two hours ago. Allah Jalla Wala grant Hamza and all the Shuhada, Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la, bal ahyaun inda rabbihim yurzaqoon. Quran says they are alive. You must never say they passed away and they dead. وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يُقْتَلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ Don't say they passed away. You must say they're alive. What it means? They're alive. Allah Jalla Wala give them special life. In Barzakh, in the life after death, they get rest, they get sustenance. فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ they rejoicing, they elated and delighted what the honor Allah has conferred upon them, conferred upon them. They say, Ya Allah, let us give our news to our children, our parents, our siblings. So remember, Allah says, hold on. That will happen also afterwards. So that is what happens to them. So we must know that when you embrace martyrdom, it is one of the greatest honor. Juxtapose and compare that with the Jutlas, the Haramis. Chapter 62, Surah Al-Jumu'ah, Friday, the chapter on Friday. And Jumu'ah, verse number 8. Qul innal mawta alladhi tafirruna minhu. Eh, Jutla, you Harami. You're running away from death. Fa'innahu mulaqikum. Wherever you are, the death will reach you and you will freck and you will die just like a dog, remember that. And the stench will come from you. When our martyrs pass away, then the that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Rihuhu, Rihul misk the fragrance that emanates from the Mubarak blessed bodies is that of musk open mishkat and mustad ahmad and so forth Pakistan when we were there studying in the 70s they used to say Pakistan Zindabad so you must remember that so Pakistan is preparing full swing with elections now January started, February 8th, you must remember, is the elections. So all the parties are make, busy making Danli. You know, Hafsa, what is Danli? No. Danli is rigging of the elections. You must remember that. Everyone is busy lying. And Imran is still sitting in jail. So they don't want he must come out. Why? Because the big boss, America, said him, you must keep him in jail. Modi is very happy Imran is in jail because he highlighted the crimes of the Modi government, the BJP, what they are committing, war crimes and terrorism and other crimes. They 
in other places and what they did in the past there in Gujarat and so forth so we must remember so it suits them fine and he told the Americans and the British and the West we are not your slaves we must be treated with respect and I will not allow any country to have military bases here and where you can shoot your drones and kill people in Pakistan or Afghanistan which Pakistani leader had the guts to say that so therefore they say you trump up all the charges and put him in jail I'm telling you today is the 7th of January right so 7th or 8th of February is elections even now it's just one month left. If they release him and Imran has to walk free and he just has to campaign, it will be a landmark victory for him, landslide victory for him. Why? The people want him, but the army doesn't want him. If you know Pakistan politics, it's not what the puppets in France say, it's what the army says. So that is how the politics work. And we, you know, we little bit we have feeling for Pakistan we spent so much so many years there so Allah Jalla Wala have mercy on them but the governments are corrupt and the people also corrupt that's the sad truth Mufti Saib what is the, the simplest dua that one can make for uh, for Gaza remember the simplest dua for Gaza is Allahumma Surhum Allahumma Surhum Ya Allah you assist them Ya Allah you give them victory you don't know Arabic you make dua in any language Ya Allah give them victory Ya Allah decimate the Jutlas and the Yahud and the Jews and the Zionists and so forth speak to all Allah, and the settlers also don't forget the settlers Allah Jalla Mala must give them Hidayat if there's no guidance for them, Allah decimate and annihilate. Speak to Allah in any language. Mufti Sahib, as we're getting closer to the month of Rajab, which dua should we start preparing or we should start learning? In Mishkat Sharif, it is mentioned, this kalam on the hadith is weak hadith, but is acceptable in fadail and virtues. Allahumma barik dana fi Rajab wa Shaban. There's an academic discussion there. Mashurid fi Rajabin or Rajaba. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab. If you just stop there, it's fine also. Wa sha'abana wa balligna ramadana. So that's 100%. So our Ustad, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab, says, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajaba. And remember, some other ulama say Rajabin. So I heard Sheikh Sudais one day reading this dua. And he read, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shabana wa balighna ramadan. So then I was convinced that because today's whether you like him or you hate him, but in Arabic and his literature and grammar and vocabulary, he's a master. He plays with the balagha and the words and the lexicon in the Arabic language. Master he is in that. If you look at and listen to his khutbahs and so forth, for one word, he'll give you another two, three words and rhyme them all up and so forth. So therefore, but these are things we should not make an issue. Just read, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban wa balligna ramadan. So the word we have to analyze is what? Allahumma barik lana, give us barakah. So what is the meaning of barakah? 
الأشياء القليلة والمنافع الكثيرة يا الله we have so little time يا الله we have so little capital يا الله we have so few resources but let millions and thousands of people benefit يا الله when I look at our studios here it's very simple when you look at other studios in the world, Alhamdulillah, so many studios, radio studios. So what, what they build? But you look at the benefit, MashaAllah, we beat them in many aspects. So that is called Barakah. Al-Ashya'ul Qalila. So it is small and it is something very small compared to others. But Wal-Manafi'ul Kathira. Our forefathers, our fathers, our mothers, our parents, all of them, what they had in their houses, simple furniture, simple structure, but everybody got married, everybody got educated, everybody went for hajj and so forth because they were consuming halal and Remember, once all this came, there's halal logos and restaurants and does restaurants, and all this came, then the barakah is gone, and now the money-making has come in, and the scholars for dollars have replaced it, so the barakah also ran away. So that is what we are begging Almighty Allah. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'aban wa balligna Ramadan. And if you want to read all the Arab and so, then we say, and other ulama, this is different opinion, but it's no problem. You can read anyone. Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'abana wa balligna ramadana. So, but that's not the way of Arabic. Arabic is Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'aban wa balligna ramadan. Mufti Sahib, this lady is pregnant and she wants to know the person responsible for the pregnancy if she can actually make nikah with him. 100% you must make nikah with him. Quran Karim says, first we must give you all 100 lashes. Chapter 24, verse 2. Therefore, Mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha used to say, Teach your female surah nur. Chapter 24 and 64 verses. And after that, You, the fornicator, you must get married to the fornicators. So first we must give you a hundred lashes. Here in South Africa, and then we can't do that. They lock us up. So make sincere tawbah. Cry to Allah. What is the meaning of sincere? Chapter 60, uh, chapter 66 and verse number 8. Chapter 66, verse number 8. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha. Ey iman walo, oh you believe. 89 times Allah used this phrase. Turn to all Allah wa tawbah in nasuha. Chapter 66, verse 8. What is Tawbah and Asuha? The people came to Umar Farooq, Amirul Mu'mineen, said Umar radiallahu an and said, What is the Nasuha? He illustrated the point via an example where you milk the cow, you milk the she camel. Do you see the milk going back into the others? He said, don't go back to drugs, don't go back to alcohol, don't go back to fornication, adultery, don't go back to riba and interest. 
photography. So that is the sign that we have made Tawbah eh? Nasuha. Tawbah eh? Sadiqa. Tawbah eh? Maqbula. So that is the Tawbah which Allah accepts. Well, the, sahib, the husband issued one talaq, a raji, and wishes to take back his wife, but she refuses to go back. Is he still responsible for the maintenance for the full Ida period? Very interesting question. You, my sister, your husband gave you one talaq, right? So that talaq is called raj'i. Raj'i means revocable divorce. You are still in his id that is one week, one month that have passed. So all Maitya Allah teaches us in the noble Qur'an. The Qur'an Sharif, the Sunnah and Nabawiyah is our constitution, not this man-made constitution. Chapter 2, verse 2 to 8. So after he gave you the one talaq raji, and then he utters the words, I am taking you back. He comes there, he wants to touch you, kiss you. You tell him, go to hell. I'm not coming back. It's haram for you to do that. Quran says, chapter 2, verse 228. <laughs> And the husbands have the right to take back their wives during the Iddat when the intention is to reconcile. And you, the husband, should not take your wife back so that you want to hit her more and assault her and all that. All that is haram, as the Quran has said. And you don't take them back to cause them harm and to oppress them. Chapter 2 and verse number 231, all these issues. So you must go back. But you're not interested in this marriage and so forth. So just do the things you have to do, basically things you don't do and so forth so eventually you get fed up he'll give you your other two talaks and so forth and in that way there that will be the end of the story but it's not something we advocate and promote we always will promote and advocate was sulhu khair and reconciliation is the best you must remember that maybe you have a child you have children there's many issues you need to think about as we're getting towards the end of our time for the Q&A, two questions in one. One is, which ayah should we read to go for Umrah? The second one is that I heard someone tell me that once you do Umrah, Hajj becomes compulsory on you. Is this correct? Okay, here yeah, there are three questions. Question number one, thousands of people going for Umrah, thousands of people returning. My nephew, I just met him yesterday. He came... Friday, he told me one, two very ajib things. He said that you can't visit the grave of Sayyidina Usman radiallahu and he said every day he used to go. He said now they made it such a route, you must just follow them and you can't go and Sayyidina Usman's grave, they just bypass it like you can't go nearby. So these are the Salafi characters, you know, MBS and his cronies. So that's haram for them to do that. People have so much respect and so much love for Sayyidina Usman radiallahu anhu. He is the one who extended Masjid Nabawi. He is the one who arranged the water for them. He is the one who gave 1,000 gold coins, you must remember, during the Battle of Tabuk. 300 camels he gave and so forth. And today you Salafis and your Saudi government, Murtad government says we can't go. It's a shame and disgrace, you know. And in Makkah Mukarramah, you must remember that they tell you, 
You can't make tawaf on the ground floor. You must be in ihram. We tell everybody you must fast in ihram and just go. You don't worry about them. You must remember that. So some crazy things he was telling me. So every person who wants to go for Umrah and Hajj, read chapter 2, verse 128. وَأَرِنَا مَنَاسِكَنَا وَتُبَالَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ Oh, beloved Allah, you show us the places of Umrah and Hajj, and you forgive us, O Almighty Allah. Indeed, you are of forgiving, very, very merciful. Second question, that a person perform Umrah, does Hajj become automatically compulsory upon you? No, there's no such thing. First of all, today Hajj, you got quota system. First of all, today Hajj, if you want to go for one month, five weeks, six weeks, it costs you half a million, it costs you three quarter million, to 250, 350, 400, 500,000 rand. Very few people, so remember there's no masla like that. And the last one is this, those of you who are in Makkah Mukarramah, you want to perform a tawaf, so make intention of millions of people. You want to perform umrah, make intention of millions and billions and zillions of people. You are in Medina Munawara, offer your salat and salam, and then say, Ya Rasulullah, your beloved Ummah has conferred and conveyed salams to you, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that is what we should do, Inshallah Al-Aziz. I think time is up now. Okay, Inshallah. So our program now will continue. I'll mention the programs, Inshallah, for after for 4 o'clock, after the dua. We place on record our sincerest thanks to the Capital Group. All their buildings here. Allah reward you, all three brothers, mashallah, Haji Muhammad Ikhlas, Haji Ahmed, and remember Haji Muhammad Hussain, your parents, your spouses, children, grandchildren. Allah Jalla grant you more and more capital in your Iman, Islam, and everything else that a Muslim person relishes, cherishes. We thank all the directors of Radio Al Ansar, all the directors of Sirius FM, Brother Faisal Asmal, and Brother Yusuf Asmal. My brother Tobela is there, he will prepare the podcast in two parts and send it out and then inshallah we will send it out but I have to rush to for Salat Asar also and then airport also a lot of issues so you will get it sometime tonight inshallah or maybe before that inshallah Aziz and then we have to thank our Haji Muhammad Khan Allah Ta'ala grant him grant him Shifa Kamil and our brothers you must remember of the Bhuti Gani and them in Uqis and our Maulana Tokrat and Mona Abdul Aziz Amwat and everybody else and you the esteemed listeners yeah our team we have to thank each one of them Barakallahu Feek Jazakallahu Khair our brother Hafiz Wadi our brother Dawood Monli our brother Muhammad Salim Asmal our Mona Khalid Yaqub our brother Bilal yeah Allah Jalla reward you so now Almighty Allah for this Ummah, for our country, and for all the challenges we are facing in life. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allah mala uhsi thanaan alayk. Anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Allah malaka shukru kullu. Walaka alhamdu kullu. Walaka almulku kullu. Biyadika alkhair. Innaka ala kulli shayin qadir. Allah malaka alhamdu bil iman. Walaka alhamdu bil islam. Walaka alhamdu bil nabiyya akhir zaman. Walaka alhamdu bil quran. Walaka alhamdu bil siha wal afiyya. Walaka alhamdu bil ahli wal iyal. 
اللهم لك الحمد بما هديتنا ولك الحمد بما كرمتنا ولك الحمد بما سترتنا ولك الحمد بما أعطيتنا اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيئنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم دنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا ذاب النار ربنا لا تزيق قلوبنا بعد ذريتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عيني وجعلنا المتقين إماما يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم أصلح لنا شاننا كله ولا تكلنا أنفسنا الطرف التعين اللهم في مرضانا ومرض المسلمين ورحم موتانا وموت المسلمين اللهم ازقهم جنة الفردوس الأعلى اللهم انقلهم من ضيق اللحود إلى جناتك جنات الخلود في سد مخدود وطلح مندود وزد ممدود يا غفور يا ودود اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين المحتلين الغاصبين اللهم أحصيم عددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تبقي منهم أحدا يا أحد يا صمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد يا الله يو ستار يا الله يو غفار يا الله كفى all our vices our sins يا الله in this world and the year after يا الله يو غفار forgive all our vices and sins يا الله يا الله we ask of you جنتل في الدوس الأعلى يا الله punish the جتلاس and the زينس يا الله they murdering our babies our children desecrating our holy places 300 plus مساجد destroyed or damaged in Gaza alone اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين المحتلين الغاصبين الأفاكين الملؤونين اللهم أرنا أجائب قدرتك اللهم صلت عليهم كلبا من كلابك اللهم عليك بهم يا رب العالمين يا اللهم شتت شملهم اللهم دمر ديارهم اللهم خالف بين قلوبهم وصفوفهم يا رب العالمين قال الله تعالى في شان حبيبي إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اشفي مرضانا والمسلمين وارنا مناسكنا وتبالينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم يا الله هر ایک مسلم مسلم کو لے جا یا اللہ عمرہ کے لئے حج کے لئے یا اللہ دیار مصطفیٰ مدینہ منورہ کی زیارت نصیب فرما یا رب العالمین سبحان ربک رب العزت ما يصفون وسلام المرسلین والحمدللہ رب العالمین آمین 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 انشاءاللہ نیکس اب دن یوز and that will be what brother Suleiman Esop and thereafter my brother Hafiz Yusuf Kala make dua for his wife and family and so forth as well and thereafter 1608 408 Adhan for Asar and thereafter at 412 inshallah Nabi we should love Nabi and the family of the Master in Urdu by Sheikh Hanif Luharwi 5 o'clock the live
beloved Sahaba, Radiallahu my Mufti Muhammad Aku. Six o'clock, the repeat of the Fiqh program in the past week we discussed, you must remember, about Madina Munawara and so forth and so on. So very interesting. And then at seven o'clock, inshallah, abstain from haram things, haram food. Mona Dawood seven, Mona Dawood Siddhat. And then eight o'clock will be the repeat of the legal talk. So that's with the attorneys and that that between 8 and 9 9 and 10 repeat of report back so where we went and so forth so that will be that between 8 and 9 so inshallah or 9 and 10 and thereafter 22 hours will be 10 o'clock kids learning Quran Sharif so that is our programs Allah Jalla accept it and again we thank you Hafiz Wadi Mm -hmm. and the team and inshallah you can just mention the dates when we will be coming again here so whoever wants to host programs in Durban Natal inshallah and surroundings you can take Hafiz Hussein Wadi and my brother Muhammad Salim Asmal is waiting now so inshallah just after we finish then we will be rushing inshallah Aziz. Make dua for Gaza, make dua for Palestine, make dua for the entire Ummah and Muslimah. Ameen. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We say shukran wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to Mufti Sahib as well as to you, the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations and the directors and the sound engineers. Until next time, we say wa sallallahu ala nabi al-ummiyi fi amani lama as-salama. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. ادفع بالتي هي أحسن